Hey guys, what's up? It's Tyler Kluver. This is the Snapped Podcast. So glad that you're joining me on this podcast. We're going to talk about diet, exercise, mindset, training, sports, performance, and any of the things that we discuss, me or the guests that I bring on, is going to help you get better and help you get healthier in some way or another. We're glad you're here. Sit back, relax. Let's have it. Wednesday, Snap Podcast. We're here. Tyler Kluver, yours truly. Here to talk about stuff that may or may not matter in your life at any point in time. Probably at some point in time, if you're interested in health, exercise, fitness, training, it'll eventually apply. Today, slight update on the personal training. Not personal training, but my personal workouts, where I'm at, what we're looking at here. As far as a rundown of what we've got coming up in the few next few months. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about a specific topic um, of how to know, not how to know, but when and how often should you go to your maximal effort. Maximal effort meaning... Um, you're on the floor. It's hard. I guess it's hard to explain. I, I, I'm really, I'm at a loss for words. This is a horrible podcast. What am I trying to say? Everyone knows how to go hard in the gym, right? You go hard. Oh, that hurt. Legs are burning. Most people know how to push to some level of discomfort, right? It's hard for me to speak on this because I, I don't know. I know for a fact that I've that I have been taken to about as far as you can go physically by pushing yourself through exercise before you before you do damage to yourself, right? And I think there's one level higher that is the extreme of the extreme and the only people who really go through that unless you're stupid are military um army marines navy those those guys those people they train put themselves through situations on purpose because they'll be in situations that are similar or worse when it's real they put themselves in situations that are not that are not safe they they take their bodies to levels that are that they have to go to so that they know what, you know, basically they're, they're, they, they do everything but kill themselves. Right. And there's a level at which you almost get to that point where you're, where you, if you continue to go harder than that, um, I, I think back to the workouts in Iowa city, uh, I think back to the workouts in Iowa city where, it's a hundred degrees outside. If you add the humidity, the heat index, 
the turf being hot as shit. You're looking at a surface temp of in the 115, 120 range of the, the, the turf that you're running on and you can't breathe and the humidity level is insane. And by this point in the workout in the conditioning portion, you've already worked out for two hours. So your, your hydration levels could be at low levels and you're pushing your body physically through stuff that is very, very difficult made to programmed to take you to that limit. And I've been there, right? And I know that I've been to that level. And so now that I've been to that level, I know when I'm close to that or when I get a taste of that, right? And every once in a while I do. I don't know what other people's level of hard is. When someone says that they they went hard, they gave it their all, I'm imagining that most people, and this, I, I could be wrong, but I, I'm imagining that most people aren't pushing their body to the same relative level as what I'm talking about when I talk about those workouts from Iowa City. Nowadays, and I said I was going to get to this later, I'm going to talk quickly about where I'm at, and then uh, I'll come back to this. But when and how and why do we push to that 95% of what you can do level, right? That's going to be the topic. Before we get there, I want to update you guys on <clears throat> what I've got going on. Again, as you know, we started the whole, hey, I'm going to be a CrossFit athlete thing. That's been going uh, well. I'm basically reminded on a daily basis that I have an extreme amount of work to do before I'm even close. <clears throat> and every day is a learning experience. I think I'm... I think one thing that I'm learning is everybody, when you're trying to be elite at something, uh, genetics and what you were born with fit skill-wise um, and what you've done your whole life to put yourself at your current position, all of that gets exposed, right? In, in most cases, for people who want to be fit, healthy, whatever, genetics doesn't matter so much. But at this level... There is a certain, there is a certain amount of, oh, this person was just born genetically with a higher baseline VO2 max with a higher baseline of um, contractual, uh, contractual muscle um, stimulation that can do more weight. Like there's, there's some predisposition, predispositions there that matter. And I'm figuring out that I have several of those and I don't have several of those. I'm very good at learning skills, which is great. In CrossFit, you have to be able to do stuff like walk on your hands, do handstand push-ups, do muscle-ups on rings and on a bar, do single-leg squats and pistols, um, do high-skill movements like snatch and clean and jerk, Olympic, Olympic lifting, um, climb a rope, stuff like that. Stuff that isn't just a normal movement like a squat or a push-up. I'm very good at learning those picking them up quickly and being able to do high, generally high volume training with those movements in a short period of time. I'm also really good at high rep workouts. I can do a lot of reps um, without 
getting too muscle fatigued. Where I don't do well is high engine, max engine workouts, and max strength. Um, specifically lower body strength. My upper body strength is is really probably on par. My lower body strength lags behind the relative good CrossFitter, right? Um, part of that is because I took a, well, sheesh, I took a basically an entire year off of lifting weights completely uh, when I was 23 years old, right after I trained for the NFL, um, because I had torn my patellar tendon. I gave it an entire summer off, and then I had surgery on the patellar tendon, which took me legitimately about eight months to recover from before I could even squat half of what my former max was. So I have a lot, a lot, a lot of work to do as far as getting my strength up in my lower body and as far as getting my max engine um, up. And what that means is essentially like, hey, we're going to do 30-second bike sprints, um, max calories, rest for 90 seconds. And we're just going to do repeats of that my capacity to keep the calories high, continue to hit the same number of calories, continue to recover in that time frame. It's not great. It isn't good. Genetically, my VO2 max, the way my body processes oxygen, it's base level, not great. Not does, now, this, this doesn't mean that I can't change either of those things, right? I can get stronger. I can work on that engine is what they call it. Um, it's just going to take a lot of time and a lot of work to to get that stuff done um whereas for other people it may take them a really long time to learn a skill to learn how to do a double under with a jump rope to learn how to do a muscle up right might take them months whereas for me i can basically get it down in a day if i watch somebody do it or whatever so you got to work with your you got to work on your weaknesses and make sure that your strengths stay strong and that's the name of the game that is basically what I've been experiencing the last couple of weeks. I've ramped my training up from, oh, I was doing back when I had the cracked rib, I was doing about 30 minutes of body weight slash conditioning stuff. We're now at an hour a day of full on CrossFit. Um, and we're going to stay at this level for a couple of weeks and then we'll probably bump it up towards, uh, well, we're going to stay at this level until next week. And then next week we, we ramp up into run prep. So run prep plus CrossFit training will be happening at the same time, which will push my, my daily exercise to anywhere from, you know, an hour to an hour and a half or maybe an hour, 45 minutes right now. Eventually it will be over two hours um, to three months from now when I'm at the end of my run training and I'm full on, CrossFit. So um that's the kind of shit we're doing right now. Run prep is going to be a 14 week prep. I'm going to be following um the Nike running app and I'm going to be running I'm going to be doing their uh I think I mean you can literally go into their app and find um you just click I'm this far out from this type of race and they'll give you runs to do, right? I think they have an actual half program 
that you can download. I think I have it saved. I'm going to pull it up. Yeah. So here's your Nike half marathon training program. And um, it takes you through the whole darn thing. Tells you how to, they give you different paces. They give you different types of runs each day, what paces to run during those runs, explanations of everything, things to know, a glossary, how to do intervals, how to do hills, add stuff to your training. It's, it's pretty cool. It's a 14-week program. And then not only that, they actually have an audio-based um, guide that you can listen to for every single run uh, during, the, during the program. It's five runs per week. And um, next week on Monday uh, will be 14 weeks to go until my race. So um, I'll be doing the first week. The first week is going to look like um, looks like a 15-minute easy run, a... Oh, it looks like a speed run. And we'll do a five-minute warm-up into eight one-minute intervals at a 5K pace with a one-minute recovery between. So, you know, that's like 21 minutes of running. Uh, Another recovery run, 25 minutes, just nice and slow. Speed run, we'll do fartlek. Um, Five-minute warm-up, 21-minute fartlek, which fartlek is basically just alternating between easy and hard running uh, and then a long run to end each week. The first long run is just a simple 3.1 mile run. So it'll be, you know, maybe 28 minutes or so. Um, Pretty easy. Eventually that'll go all the way down to a peak week with, uh, oh, I believe the peak of this is four weeks to go. Yes. A 20 K basically a 12 and a half mile run is the longest we go, I believe. Yep. And uh, a bunch of speed runs, recovery runs, interval runs in between. So that will all start next week. And uh, that's exciting. I'm ready to, I'm ready to get that going. Um, more on that coming. We'll talk about those runs each week and how they're, how they're going and um, everything else, what shoes I'm wearing, how I'm tracking my runs, how I'm feeling, all that stuff. But quickly back to the, the topic of the day is how to, how to know when and how often to go to what I call the dark place, right? And I think I heard that from Joe Rogan or Jocko or Goggins, you know, one of those. I think it's Rogan. Um, yeah, it's Rogan because I have a T-shirt that says we're going to the dark place. And that dark place is a is is a spot where and I was just there yesterday. I've actually been there three times in the last week, which is why I'm talking about it. It's a place where you're physically going to be taxed. Most people, at least, are physically going to be taxed to the point where it's going to affect the rest of the day and probably the day after and maybe even further on from that. You're going so hard, your body's going to such a limit that your central nervous system for sure is not going to be fully fully recovered for 48 hours at least, right? Um, and I, I just, it, this is a place where most people have never gone. I'm talking, I'm talking your, you, th- you think you have to, you, you, you think you're done. You want to, throw up and bend over a trash can you want to quit you 
are positive that you can't go anymore. And then in reality, relative to the workout, you're maybe 60% of the way through the workout. Like you're to that point, 60% of the way through the workout time-wise, right? So yesterday for me, that was, um, you know, I did two P I did a run with two pieces. And in the second piece, I was, it was a 15 minute workout and eight minutes into the workout. I thought, I don't know if I can do anymore. Right. And then you push and you stay in that zone for another seven minutes or however long. Right. It's a workout where when you get done, you are rolling around on the ground. You're let, and a lot of people who have never done CrossFit don't get to this level, right? Because it's just a different story. It's a different stimulus. You can max out a lift and be to that 100% and your muscles are sore and they can't get in there. It just, everything burns and it still doesn't, you're not body-wise, exhaustion-wise, you're not even close, right? Your muscles are just out of gas. In two minutes, you're, you're going to be fine. Your muscles will be recovered. You're not even going to be breathing, whatever. And for those that do endurance stuff, you can be very, very, very taxed endurance-wise, but it's all lungs. It's all aerobic. So your muscles recover very, very quickly, um, and they feel fine. You may be out of breath, and maybe you know you may be aerobically taxed for a long, a, a decent time afterwards, but um, other parts of your body recover fairly quickly, right? And what I'm talking about is a sort of cross-training, um, anaerobic, kind of that middle uh, energy pathway where you get done and you can't breathe, but your muscles also hurt like you just did max weights because you're moving around, you know, deadlifts or clean and jerks or hang cleans or presses or bench whatever squats it doesn't matter so you're rolling around on the ground you can't breathe and your legs hurt so bad that you have to like constantly roll and shift positions and try and like work them up and move them up and back bend your knees straighten your legs bend your knees straighten your legs trying to get that lactic acid out of there and that happens for five to ten minutes and then five to ten minutes after that you're still laying there because you you think if i get up I'm queasy and I still might go to the trash can. That's, that's the kind of like physical place. And it doesn't sound like a great place to go. Right. But growth comes from places of uncomfortability. And so ultimate growth comes from spots of ultimate uncomfortability, right? You just take it to the extreme. And as long as I don't die, which I know that I'm not going to die, and that's what a lot of people, they're worried like, oh, if I take myself to a certain level, I might be hurting myself. Once you start pushing that envelope, you push that envelope, you push that envelope, you start to figure out, I can, I can get to that point and I'm going to be okay eventually. It might take an hour, but I'll feel fine. So let's go to that place and figure out you know, how bad I can hurt. Some people have no interest in this, most. 99% of people don't want to mess with this type of this type of um, intensity when, when you're training, right? But it's where the results are going to come from. And how often should you go there? 
for someone who's trying to be elite at something, you're trying to be an elite runner, you're trying to be an elite uh, you know, weightlifter, you're trying to be an elite crossfitter, you have to go there. You, you have to be going to a place like this during a workout probably once a week. I think for the average person who just wants to be healthy, wants to look good, I think it's still good to go there or try and get to a place that's close once every couple weeks, at least once a month, right? It's a great way to know that you're human. It's, it's a great way to feel, feel the life inside of you. Your mind goes to a different place. It does wonders for your mental toughness. It makes you so incredibly proud of yourself and, and you feel so good about what you did and what you accomplished. And every time you go there, you can go a little bit further. And it feels good. And you, and you let yourself know, like, I've pushed the envelope. I'm better now. So those are my thoughts on it. Go into the dark place. It's a dark place, but it's a good place. It's a place of learning and growth. Hope that helps. A little update on my uh, personal training and uh, a little update on, you know, making yourself one of vomit and going that hard. Do you even lift? Do you even go hard, bro? That's the question. Hope you guys have a, have a great week. And uh, as always, I'll be back again next week. Peace.